Hey, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And uh, welcome to our daily devotion as we're walking through the Gospel of John. Today, we're continuing in this, this chapter nine section where the drama is building. And if, you, uh, if you're just tuning in, here's what we've seen so far. We've seen Jesus declare that he is the light of the world. And then he proceeded to heal a man who had been born blind. Well, there's so much uh, there, there's so much drama happening around this situation. Jesus does this on the Sabbath. The Jewish leaders they uh, they are suspect of Jesus. They don't like him at all. In fact, they uh, they they are questioning the man. They question the man's parents. The man's parents are afraid of the Jewish leaders because they don't want to be kicked out of the synagogue to be to be um, basically basically ostracized from their community. And so once again, they are going to question the man. And so this is where our text has us today. We're in John chapter 9, verses 26 through 34. I know we've, we've been doing short sections, but this next chunk, we, we see a lot of development in our story. And so here's where it begins. Verse 26, it says, They, the religious leaders, they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? They're collecting their facts. They're figuring out the details of this, this miracle, this sign that Jesus has shown them. Verse 27, He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? <laughs> and in this question, this is great. He says, do you also want to become his disciples? <laughs> well, this was the wrong thing to say to them. They respond, verse 28, and they reviled him saying, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. Well, again, they're kind of uh, they're slinging uh, accusations to discredit Jesus. They're saying, we don't even know where he comes from. And uh, in verse 30, the man answered, why? This, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. This is incredible. The man says, you don't understand this? This is amazing. Verse 32, he continues. He says, Never since the, be the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born in utter sin, and you would teach us. And they cast him out. Now, this is, this is uh, an incredible part of our story because there's, there's so much happening here, right? They question the man. The man asks if they want to be Jesus' disciple. The, uh, the the religious leaders, they respond, they say, you know what, we're disciples of Moses. We've got the Old Testament. We follow we follow the Torah. We, we are disciples of Moses. You're going to be a disciple of this man. We don't even know where he comes from. And then the man gives this incredible response. He says, wow, this is an amazing thing. And never since the beginning of the world has it been heard that someone could heal a man born blind. Look at this moment. In this moment, this man sees more clearly than the religious leaders. This man has not only been given a, a physical ability to have sight, but because he's encountered Jesus, because he's trusting Jesus, he, is, he now has a spiritual ability to see far more than these, these men who knew the Old Testament, who knew Moses, who, who knew the books of Moses, who knew, uh, they, they knew more than they uh, knew what to do with, right? And they can't understand that Jesus is from God. Their arrogance has blinded them. 
their hate toward Jesus has made it so that they cannot see. And so their response to him is, you were born in utter sin and you would teach us and they cast him out. Their response is to um, slander him. Their response is to uh, excommunicate him, to throw him out, to make it so that he is no longer part of the Jewish community. Now, this is fascinating because if you remember the very beginning of the story, when Jesus' disciples, they come to him and they say to Jesus, what, what, why is this man blind? Is it because of his parents' sin or is it because of his sin? And Jesus says, neither. It's so that you, the, the glory of God may be seen in him. Look here. God's glory is now shining through this man. He wasn't blind because of his sin or because of his parents' sin. And yet, what do the Pharisees, what are the religious leaders, what are the Jews, what do they say about him? You were born in utter sin. See, Jesus, Jesus sees this man and he sees him as a vessel for the glory of God as Jesus reveals himself through healing him. The religious leaders look at this man who they're looking at him saying, well, you're not agreeing with us. And all they see is this, this person that they want to say is born in utter sin. Jesus sees a value and a dignity in the man. But the religious leaders, the, the moment this man does not fall in line, they see someone who's worthless, someone to be discarded. Now this is, this is so insightful because this is where we find ourselves I think when, when, we, when we recognize the world we live in is a world that will eat you up, it will chew you up, and it will spit you out. If you go against the dogmas of the world, if you go against the opinions of the world, it's only a matter of time before you're canceled, before you're ignored, before you're hated. But I want you to notice with Christ... Christ looks at you even, even in your lost state, even in your, your brokenness. Christ looks at you even in your rebelliousness and he, he has a love for you and a desire to show his glory as he transforms your life to show his glory through you. You see, sometimes, brothers and sisters, sometimes we get so lured away by the world and by the things of the world. Sometimes the the promises and the false promises of the world, sometimes the pleasures of the world draw us away. But here's what I want to remind you, that everything the world offers, it will take away as quickly as possible the moment you violate what the world wants. But in Christ, in Christ, you find love. You find dignity. You find hope. You find transformation. This is, what, this is what the great difference is in Christ versus the world. This is the great difference between all the other cults and, and religions and Jesus Christ. Because in Christ, we find a power to be transformed, a power to go from blindness to sight. In Christ, we find grace and love. We, we find the care of God. See, those moments when we chase after the world and it leaves us empty and broken, when, when the world casts us out, you, you know where we have to turn? We have Christ. And this reminds us that there are many people in our world that they're, they're chasing their dreams, they're chasing the, the world's promises and the world's pleasures, and, and they're going to come to a spot. Many of them will come to a spot where they reach the end of their rope 
When they get to the very end and they find that the world has left them empty, that the promises were false and the pleasures were fleeting, and you know what they're going to, that they could potentially turn in that moment to Christ. See, brother, sister in Christ, I want you to not just remember what Christ has done for you, but in this moment, I want you to see the lostness of the world. I want you to see the brokenness of the world. I want you to see the rebellion of the world. And I want you to have a compassionate heart, a heart that's willing to welcome the wayward sinner, to love them, to show them grace in care, and to teach them truth in Christ. If we're willing to do this as a church, we, I think we're going to see God do some wonderful things, changing lives in incredible ways. This is, this is our calling. This is making disciples, and this is our ancient way for our modern day.